0: sun's out and shades are in get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from blinds.com get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block uv rays without obstructing your view plus right now at blinds.com they're offering up to 35 percent off everything making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home indoors or out With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the installation from the start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free, that's right, free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast upgrade your backyard and window treatments with blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35 percent off site wide that's the link in our show notes for up to 35 percent off site wide rules and restrictions may apply Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy-drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master, Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Mistaken podcast with uh, David and Frank. Now, the Cubs decided to have an entire full week of night games for whatever reason. So, as you know, David works and he can't do uh, the daytime. Uh, I don't work because I'm just old now. But uh, So, David is not here, but I thought it'd be cool to have... uh, one Of our rookies who uh, hasn't even worked 30 games yet, come on and co host with me. Um, who you all can watch his episode or series on the membership page that we just did, episode four of Meet the Rookies. And that is uh, Christian Evans. Christian, what's up?
2: What's up, Frank? Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, so how was it your first time on uh, the interview that I did with you with Meet the Rookies? Uh, how was that for you?
2: It was good. It was good. Uh, I I didn't really feel called out or uncomfortable at all. You know, we 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 talk like this whenever I see you in person. F- felt good to brag about myself a little bit.
1: It's funny because I saw you um, at Wrigley when we got through the episode, and it was hot, so you weren't wearing a uh, you know a jacket. I'm like, were you always this big? Like, were you working out or whatever? And you're like, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah,
2: no, you. you you called me fat. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said baby fat. I, I, I need I need to hit the gym. I, I need to <laughs> hit the gym.
1: Oh, wow. we got a great guest today. His name is also uh, Christian, Christian Nix. But before we get to Christian Nix, i want to talk a little bit about some podcast stuff. A lot is going on. Uh, you all may or may not have heard. Uh, we're going to be uh, at some point uh, getting a uh, Roku channel. Uh, we'll be in millions more households. Whenever you buy a smart TV, uh, we'll already be on your TV. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that is a lot of the content on our membership site. You will get to see, uh, speaking of membership site, i want to promote two things real quick. I want to give a shout out to obvious shirts, uh, who has made uh, some search for all of our staff. I'm wearing one now. It says, uh, supervisor. They also, they made all the other departments as well. Uh, they made, uh security and they may uh usher for our guest service ambassadors uh they are for past and present um cub staff and um for the next few days you can still order them on our membership site which is patreon.com um slash mistaken identity podcast and Kristen, you got to see some of our staff and our shirts at the party
2: uh what do you think about that the obvious shirts yes um, I I know a couple of weeks ago w- when the home stands first started being full capacity with the Cardinals, I, I got a welcome home shirt, and I didn't really know what, what that was about. But you know, just through the the Facebook page and seeing them all over, it started to to, to make a little bit more sense. You know, I, I knew it was a a trending brand. You know, I I kind of want an ADA shirt now, and I, I'm wondering when you're gonna give it to me.
1: So already done that. Everything is on on our membership site. So uh, as a matter of fact, Kristen, I'm I'm excited because you even said you were going to get a membership as well. So um, people can also interact with you uh, on the membership site. All the T-shirt information is there. Um, And our base that's listening, they're mostly past and present staff. Uh, The shirts are available for past and present staff. So uh, check that out. And then one last thing that I'm trying to convince Kristen to do Uh, So our podcast membership site, they go on trips as well. We got one scheduled for um, Milwaukee and we got one scheduled for St. Louis that I'm trying to get Christian uh, Evans to go with me so that we can uh, record um, some craziness in St. Louis. But let me tell people what is in in this package. All right. So uh, we're going to Cards versus Cubs uh, October the 1st that weekend. Uh, We're going on a bus. And on that bus is a former Chicago Cub who was on the podcast before. They'll be riding on the bus with us. Um, We have terrace reserve seats for Friday. And we actually have the left field box tickets for Saturday. Uh, There's an all-you-can-eat drink and beer uh, tailgating party on Saturday. Uh, The overnight, we're going to be staying at the Drury Inn Suites uh, in Forest Park. Uh, There's round-trip transportation, deluxe motor coach. Uh, there is a commemorative event card and a lanyard that you get uh, when you go with us for that. There's a complimentary hot and cold buffet breakfast every day, and it's just going to be a good time to hang out with um, uh, the podcast members, uh, myself, uh, trying to convince Christian Evans to go uh, as well so you all can meet him, uh, and hopefully the Cubs can win a game when we're out there. In yeah. Louis. So uh, Christian, have I, have I convinced you now to join me in St. Louis? W-
2: will we be able to ride the electric motorcycles around the arts?
1: Uh, I want to say sure. If, yeah. that's what it takes. if that's what it takes, I want to say sure.
2: Nah. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was an add on, but every, everything else sounds great. I know just from that party, I enjoyed being able to be, be, be social and have like shared experiences with people. So, yeah, you, you, you've, you've convinced me. I just need to actually look at the numbers and talk to you about it. But if I'm alive and well in October, then I, I'll, I'll be on that trip.
1: All right. So, everybody listening, uh, if you want to join us, uh, Club 400 is joining us as well. It's uh, patreon.com slash mistakenidentitypodcast. Look at all of our events, uh, the Milwaukee trip, the St. Louis trip. Uh, we do everything big, buffets, food, as you can see. So it's going to be fun. Now, let's have some real fun, because uh, our guest has the same name as our co-host here. And
3: um,
1: it's going to be fun. Uh, but I've known him for a while. And uh, obviously, when you all hear the name, you got to recognize his father. But uh, we're here to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Christian Nix. Christian, how's it going today?
3: It's going great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yes, a long we planned this a long time ago. I feel like we planned this in April.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. It, it, it's happening when it's supposed to happen, for sure. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, now, actually, uh, uh, you all have not met, but Christian, next,
2: meet Christian Evans.
3: Nice to meet you, same name. Yeah, v-
2: virtually isn't as fun, but now I recognize you in the park. <laughs> you
1: recognize his father, probably, by the face, yes. But yeah, we're so, uh, twins. Yes. So, just real quick, though, for those that are from the Cubs that are listening to this, because they're gonna want to know, where have you been?
3: Uh, I've been working on my own stuff, like my own, uh, basically, photography and videography. I've been like pushing that solely, so I'm like basically giving giving Wrigley a break. I feel like uh, there's enough people there to hold it down until I get back. Basically.
1: Okay, I'll 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 let that go unchallenged. That there's enough people there to hold it down, but. And we're going to get to the business part uh, uh towards the end of this but uh you are actually featured in our first ever debut edition of the magazine uh uh with your photography uh when you first saw the magazine uh, what do you think about it
3: It was amazing like just going from top to bottom and seeing like essentially people i know that created started something this something and seeing like where it's going to see the like the the uh People that's featured in there and seeing like the brand deals and stuff like that. The cinema momentum you guys are picking up. That's amazing to see.
1: Yeah, I sent you the online version. I'm gonna mail you out the uh, uh copies of the uh because it's actually a print version. I'm gonna mail you those out so you can do what you choose to do with those. Uh and then Christian Evans, you actually got to see uh the magazine uh and saw some of Christian's work in there as well as some other stuff in the magazine. what do you think about it, Christian?
2: I did, yeah. I, I know the two, two things I spent the most time looking at was Christian's photos. And I believe her name is Kathy Weedle. You know, she, she took. Yeah, Weedley. Weedley. I'm sorry, Kathy, if you are listening to this. My, my pronunciation is still a work in progress. But, um, yeah, you know, just to see the um, how the magazine goes out of its way to highlight what people are doing outside of the Cubs and, you know, like give them a, a platform and actually have like visual aesthetic behind it instead of just talking about it. It's a it's like you're, you're helping me through having content. So I'm going to help you with the audience that I have. So it's a it's a win win. Yeah. So let's start
1: with our guest here. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning like we always do. And they are going to come all the way up to today. So tell me about and our listeners about Christian Nick's the child, the kid growing up.
3: Uh, Christian Knicks, the child, the kid, uh, his first sport was soccer. Out of all sports, I started off with soccer and got into baseball for a little bit. Then the, let's transition from the kid's part to trips, like field trips as a kid. That's where my dad comes into play because he uh, allowed, I don't know why, but he allowed me to have his, his very expensive camera. This is why I first started off with photography. I was a kid on all the field trips taking the pictures. I don't know why he trusted me that much as a kid to, to have that very expensive camera at the time, but he did. And I was the one that, that was like my first like, shot at essentially photography without even knowing that if it wasn't for him essentially trusting the media, I don't know why. But at that time, it definitely wouldn't prepare me to the place that I'm at now.
2: Yeah, Christian, that, that, that makes me think since that was the first time you started taking pictures and like, I know in grammar school we went on field trips to zoos and just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Do, do you remember, or like, what, what would you say was the best picture that you took? Like starting off at that point, you know, um, like can you explain that a little bit?
3: Uh, I would say it was. It's more so like it's, it's a funny pic. So it's like two of my best friends at the time in, in elementary. He's he's holding one of my friends like because he had like a bad haircut, so he's like holding his head like he's scrunching it up like all the way up, like, holding his head tight. And I got a picture of it perfectly. And it's, like, they're basically just goofing around. This is one of the – I wish I could share with you guys now, but it's it's the most funniest picture ever. Like, he's really got his head, like, literally grip tight as, as can be. And it's, like, scrunched up. And I got a photo of it, and it's perfect.
2: That's a great picture. I, I know um, I have a friend I'm always goofing around about, you know, how his hairline is never, you know, put into place. So <laughs> So, you know, and also I feel like the pictures that you – even though it's great to have them like set up, like, you know, like their birthdays or graduations, the ones that you know are a little more natural and unexpected, those are good too. So yeah.
1: now uh, you, you brought up, uh, you know, your father, which we all know is Floyd. Um, so as a child, were you the one, uh, no, I'm older now, so I'm calm and you all probably wouldn't believe this, but I was always in trouble when I was younger. I mean, uh, I grew up in, in the black, Kind from of the south, where hey, go out and get the switch, go get the belt. That's that's how I was raised. But so for you though, were you the good kid, the in the middle kid, the on um, punishment kid? Like before, I had to choke you up one day. Like
3: I would say, the good kid to them, but I was sneaky. But I was good at being sneaky, so you never caught me. So as far as they know, as my parents, I was good. But I know I was very sneaky and I was good enough, so I, I didn't get caught. So I, I really got whoopings, but the ones that I did get, oh, I remember them for sure. It was definitely, it was memorable ones. Like, it was a buildup. That was the type of parents they were, they let it build up, and then I got that one whooping. But I, I felt it for the other time, made they essentially escaped without getting in trouble.
1: Yeah, like the young folks today don't know nothing about those days, those days with the belt and the whoopings, I don't think they know about those.
3: <laughs> nah. nah. Especially not the switch. Uh, oh, no, I don't know. Like that.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's funny because like my, my dad and mom developed this thing now with the look. So when I have a look nowadays, I knew, okay, that's the look. I'm chill out. I'm stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's the look. I know it's coming. Um so then I moving think- up to um high school, did you uh do any photography again or any sports or got into the Cubs finally, like watching them or big NBA or what, what's about high school?
3: High school, I I actually took I took zero photos in high school. Like I fell out of any, like, love with photography, I didn't take any any until, like, basically my senior year. That's when I started, like, like taking photos, like, on the phone, on the iPhone and stuff like that. But it, the high school I went to was brand new, so we didn't have sports. So everything was basically, te- it was a, all technology high school. So it was my main focus throughout high school was technology. But the things I learned through technology, I'm able to use them now with photography. So it, it kind of, like, plays on the lines, but not specifically. I didn't take not a single photo, though. So I didn't know that's what I would use it for later in life.
1: Okay, so then uh, we moved up to um, Wrigley Field. Now, so did you have, did did you already know that at some point you were gonna work, you wanted to work with the Cubs, or was it you know mm, I might as well do this too. My dad is there, my family's there. Or did you already know one day I'm,
3: I'm going to the Cubs? I knew eventually one day I was gonna I was gonna, I was trying to work through high school, but somebody stopped me from doing that. They they put <laughs> it offensively uh a blockade on my application so anytime i applied <laughs> i got the mad i'm like why why am i getting mad i'm I'm applying for like i was guest service so like I'm, I'm of age so i knew the rules about age and stuff like that for security and stuff and, and all that so i'm like why am i not getting getting the second or even a, a call back or anything it was instantly night every time i did it so i already knew who who's who's behind that one so yeah uh I knew it. My first job was at McDonald's, and it was, it was terrible. So I knew it had to. It can only get better from here. So I was like, let me go ahead and try regularly and see what happens. I finally got a call back, and eventually, now we're, you know, six years later, now we're here.
2: Did, did you and your dad ever, ever have that conversation on, like, why, you know, he, he was blocking your application and, like, you know, what what led to you finally getting it through?
3: Yeah, we, uh, we talked about it. It was basically he wanted me to, like, essentially focus on finishing high school. Not having the stress of working and going to school, which is understandable from a parent standpoint, but from my my eyes at the time, I'm looking like I want to work, you know, make some money on the side while going to school. But I understand from his perspective, you want me to focus on finishing high school first and then worry about work because essentially wasn't it wasn't going anywhere. So I understand it from his his standpoint. We had that discussion.
1: Now, speaking out, speaking about discussions, I know uh, me and Floyd and Mike Smith and even Eric, uh, we've been having discussions about uh, you know what's going on recently in the news, uh, social justice wise. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are about what's going on. You know, we have the George Floyd thing, we have the Black, we have the protesting and whatever. Uh, just as a African-American uh, man, you know, starting a business uh, in America today, what are your thoughts about what's been going on in the last couple of
3: years? I mean, overall, it sucks because there's, there's lives lost. No matter the, the justice that's being served, the, the, the verdicts and X, Y, Z, it's still at the end of the day the life lost that's the, that can never be brought back. So overall, it, it's sad to hear. And when you think about it like that, with those families that's losing this person and those kids not going to have those opportunities like I did with my, with my folks and my parents, it's very, it's very touching. It's like, it's like one of those things where it like motivated me to like, okay, do more in life, uh, be more of an example, uh, uh, create opportunities, but be able to provide opportunities as well instead of having to outsource it all the time been an example of an opportunity for my family. That's what, it, that's what it mostly did for me, honestly.
1: So I'm going to ask you a question about working, working for me, and of course I give you full immunity, to be honest, and say whatever. But, uh, <laughs> I could ask everybody this? So do you remember either when you first met me, or do you remember first ever working with me, and what was that like?
3: Yes. Uh, where were we at? We were at the... What was it? gay H at the time? or do yeah. what was the name of it at the time. Well, you were H. the gate the chief over there. And... I didn't have to do much. You had everything basically done, like you had the gate set up. It was it was ran smoothly at the time because it was new. We didn't work together over there, and I really just had to just bag check and because I think I think I was on a conquest, actually, so I, I was actually running past you every now and again, and I had the least cost so I had I didn't have to really like come over there much because you had it was locked up. You had everything down packed. So I was like, okay, I can really focus on the other gates because Frank has it over here at Gate A, so it was it was good because. You didn't need much at all. The, the two times you did call, it was like most of the stuff was like weren't like the batteries was going dead or something like that. But it, it was perfect because you didn't need me, so that was that was great. And
1: so and then I moved up, became a supervisor, and then you became a gate chief, and we worked together. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Work, working under me directly. What was that like?
3: It was essentially the, the the same flow of I didn't call you that much, so it was great for you because because I had right. the, the gate you know a down pack, so I, mean, I didn't I didn't need to call you, so it was perfect for you because look. There's one less person you got to worry about. staying constantly calling you because I had everything, you know, down packed over there. So it was, it was it was literally the same thing, just in a reverse role. You're a supervisor now, and I'm the day you. So you moved up, and I moved up as well. So it was perfect.
1: Yeah, I can I can go and get my McDonald's, and I have to worry about anything. And
3: come. <laughs> Man, it was it was. You knew when I whenever we were working together, you could have anything worried about, and vice versa. I knew because I knew Frank was gonna be there. If I did need him, I knew for sure. One call away friend was going to be there. Even though he might have been eating his McDonald's, he still was going to be there.
1: Now, what is it like to be the son of, like, one of the longest-serving supervisors? Because Floyd has been there longer than me. and Everybody knows Floyd. Uh, You either love him or hate him. Everybody loves Floyd. Everybody knows Floyd. So then when his son comes along, I'm just curious, like, uh, what was it like for you when you first started working there under this man who everybody knows, and that's your father?
3: Annoying. <laughs> first thing, first. Annoying. It was annoying because the first season and a half, basically first two seasons, it was it was the, the son of Floyd, Floyd's son. My name tag's right here, bro. It says Christian. Like my name is Christian. It, I, I wasn't just born Floyd's son. On My birthday it says Christian Mix. So please adjust me, yourself. So, so it was annoying, but people eventually got and got to know me and who I was. And they started giving me my respect of Christian. Himself and not just pitching Floyd's son. So it was, it was definitely annoying, but it has its pranks, its, its pros and cons for sure.
1: All right. So let's go and talk about you and your business for the rest of this show. Now tell us about um, what you were doing when you decided, you know what, it's time for me to go and start my own business. Like, what were you doing? What happened? What made you say, you know what, now is the time
3: to do this? Uh, the pandemic. When, when all that happened, it was basically like nowhere for us to work, nothing for us to do. And I got tired of playing the game all day. So it was like, I was looking at my camera, like, I have this camera sitting right here, why not make use of it and and, and and try to make something out of it? I'm tired of playing the game all day, that was essentially boring, and Call of Duty, the only thing, you got to play it for so long, so I was like, okay, wait, what can I do now with this camera, and surprisingly, through, through all of that hardship of the pandemic, everybody wanted to take, like, family photos, I guess, because the, the sense of losing people at that, like, that rate made people want to, like, capture these moments with the families while they were still here. And, that's why I came into play. I was I was willing to come to people houses and because it wasn't no spaces for us to go into because of the pr- protocol. So I, I basically just went to the location where it was at. T- took my whole setup with me in the car, my lights, my backdrops, my camera, and, and captured those moments. So it was basically a pandemic.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I can imagine because you know you you get more time to yourself, and you know after you play those games, you're thinking about like what else what else can I do, but. Yeah. I, how would, how would you say your, if at all, how would you say your, your vision for your, your business has just since it's been going on for a little while? How would you say it's changed since when you first got that first gig to to current?
3: Uh, I would say the belief in myself, the vision. Like, at first, I, I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't have that much belief. Like, OK, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm going to at least try. You know I me, mean? But now it's like at the point where it's like I've, I've been trying and it's been progressing a lot. and It's taken off to where I didn't see it going. And I was like, OK, cool. Now, where else could I take it? At first, it was like, I don't know where this is going to go. But now it's like, OK, let me finish establishing myself, get more rooted in, in Chicago and take it even further than what, what I thought I could. Because I never saw it getting to this point. So the fact that I amazed myself already by like getting taken to this point, now it's like, OK, let me start setting up goals and things I want to achieve by a certain time.
1: Now, how did you decide on a name? I think, I think a name, we took forever trying to figure out the name of this podcast. Like, what are we going to call this podcast? So how did you come up with the name?
3: At first, it was my name, original name was uh, Shutter Visions. But when I tried to apply for LLC, it was somebody already took it. So I was like, okay. Essentially, a plan on line of Shutter Visions. Is basically a shutter is in a camera. It's my vision, essentially. So I played on lines of that, so I was like, okay. What what could I essentially mimic that, but not get too far away from that same like perspective of, of so it was like, okay, see through my what? Okay, play on the line of the camera, see through my lens. And that's and that's how we that's how we got to that point. It, it literally took like a, a day or two because I, I applied for LLC. It was like, okay, this is already taking notes. Okay, what do I do now? Because I want to have an official business, man. So okay, go back to the drawing board, talked it out with me and my sister, and, and we 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 came up with see through my lens photography.
1: It's funny because uh, the first, the original name of the podcast was The Black Box. And we thought about that because in the press box, me and Dave used to work in the press box, there were never too many people of color. So we were like, okay, we have two people of color that are talking baseball, whatever. So we're gonna call it The Black Box. But everybody, when we we tested it out, they're like, is it about airplanes? And we're like,
3: (laughs) so we can't can't call it The Black Ah, Box. (laughs) Ah, now I see. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So we're like, okay, well. We can't do the black box, even though we thought the concept was cool because, as you know, Christian, when you're up there uh, uh, next, you know, in the press box, anywhere, any sport, you don't see too many people of color covering, you know, the game. So, we're yeah, like, wow. let's call it the, the black box. And, well, we're not about airplane. So, um, all right. So, can you tell us about some of the services that you offer? Um, mm-hmm. And I guess if you can tell us some of your most interesting requests for photo shoots, that'd be good, too.
3: Uh, so I, I range from everywhere from weddings down to individual mini photo shoots for like based businesses and stuff like that. And I do uh, offer maternity shoots, uh, kids like half birthdays, which is a new thing. Never knew this was a thing. Never happened Birthday. when I was growing up. Half birthdays. Six <laughs> months. And that's also a product of uh, the quarantine and all of the pandemic. Everybody's like, we got to highlight everything. So. I never, it, it keeps me in business six months, six months photo, photo shoots, but I never knew that was a thing until now. But uh, I offer that, that as a service. Uh, events as far as pop-up shops is a very uh, common thing now because there's a lot of entrepreneurs out here. And also I do a uh, couples photo shoots, like a little bit on the side of uh, lingerie and stuff like that. That's that's very interesting. Lingerie photo shoots and, and things of that sort. Because, uh it's people in, in, in the new and it's like, it's a very sensitive thing. And like it, you see people like essentially insecurity is like, Oh, could you Photoshop this out? Could you Photoshop that out? Of course I can. That's a part of my job. I can Photoshop it all out. Whatever you want me to Photoshop out or take out, you know, smooth out. I can do all of that. So that's very, that's always an interesting thing. Just seeing people raw like that. And then them like, basically being honest with me, like, could you do X, Y, Z? So that's always an interesting photo shoot for sure.
1: Now, um, what are the, if you're able to say, what are some of the price ranges? Do you have any specials going on? I know there's one in our magazine um, that's Bubba. Do you have any, uh, what are the price ranges and what are like any specials you have
3: on? So the price range from the mini photo shoot, which is 30 minutes, you'll get 15 edited photos. It's $85 and the, 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 the full individual photo shoot is $175 for an hour, you get 20 edited photos a the digit, online digital gallery and I offer print services as well. And the second part to that question was the sale. Uh, the sale, I have a 10% uh, all of July sale going on right now uh, on my website. You get 10% off your entire booking. And your print packages as well, if you add it to the, to the uh, your, your checkout on my website.
1: Now, do you travel or do they, do they come to a certain area or do you, can they pick a park or can they pick an area and you
3: come to that? How does that work? Yes, I do both. Actually, I do. I have my own studio suite in Bridgeport right next to the White Sox Park, of course. Uh, and, and I do location as well. I can do offsite, you can pick your location where you, you want to go. One, I just did one last weekend at the uh, river walk, and it was blazing hot, it was like 90 90 plus degrees. And you, you're trying to capture people in, in moments in their best, but it's hot, even it's, it's the elements we're all embracing the elements. So that was very interesting. You now, the river walk, was, was a thousand people downtown, and it was a Saturday, so. It didn't make it any better. So downtown is better So yeah, offer uh, on-site at whatever location and in my studio suite as well.
2: Okay.
1: Now, I don't believe in uh, telling people to go out and support something uh, without me doing it. So uh, I'm definitely going to book something. I'm not sure if I want to book a uh, uh, supervisor's like photo group or I want to do something to myself or with a podcast team. But um, I'm definitely going to book something. I don't believe that you should be telling people to go out and support something when you're not doing it. I think that's very hypocritical. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I support everybody that comes to the show. Everybody knows. Uh, I either, either if I can't support them. I just set up a check. But um, I think it's, even though I'm very uh, self-conscious about photos, but I, I mean, I, I, will, I will do something if it's not me, maybe Jordan. Um, so I want to book something for sure. Uh, how can people find you on social media?
3: I have my regular pages under my name, Christian Nixon. and I have my business account on Facebook is is, uh, see through my lens photography and I have an Instagram STF photography two underscores and my regular page is underscore. So you can find me on all, all social sites as well. And uh, you should definitely, I would, I would say you should definitely uh, book yourself. Why, why not? Why not get one done for yourself? You've done a lot for the people. So why not give yourself that special Mm -hmm. moment Or, or your podcast?
2: It's, it's funny you say that because uh, me, me and Frank took pictures during that party on Thursday and he was like, don't send me those other two. I, I, I don't I don't like them. <laughs> um, well, I, 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 I don't know.
1: I don't like when people either when people thank me or say, you know, thank you for doing this. I just sort of feel like, I don't know, I just don't like to be the center. I like to give and help people out and do stuff. I just don't like receiving anything or being in the, I don't know. Uh, and it's fun, funny because people that don't know me will say, Frank just wants attention or whatever. But people that know me know, I'm always giving stuff away. And like, here, here's some money for this. Here, go and do this. Or uh, like I was uh, telling you, Christian, Christian Nix knows this. If I, if I see an associate who is, uh has good potential, I'm going to fight hard to make them a lead, to make them a gate chief, to make them whatever. Because it's all yeah. about, I just believe that winners are people who help others win. Like if I'm winning, sure. if I'm winning and everybody around me is losing, then I'm not really winning. But if I'm winning and yeah. I can reach up and say, hey, you come up here with me, you come up here with me, then we're all winning. So uh, that's why I don't like pictures and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I want to support. We'll see what happens.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I mean, you, you
3: have to. You have to give yourself that moment. As I said, do the podcast. Do your podcast. Do your yeah. Podcast group. Y'all take photos. I feel like Wrigley employees outside, like all the superpowers, they have enough photos. Like you, you <laughs> should do something for yourself mostly oh, yeah. and for your podcast group for sure.
1: Okay, all right. So let me uh ask you about uh, the Cubs in general. Uh, do you have a favorite Cub, past or present, or just you know? Are, are you mostly are you just not? Are you a White Sox fan or?
3: Mm, uh, I would say, I think he was playing in two thousand, like two thousand four, two thousand eight. Uh, Derek Lee, yes, everybody, every, everybody knows him, Derek Lee. Uh, uh, the riot, I can't remember his full net last name. But uh, jeez, I wish I could remember his name. It was it was a part of. He was a shortstop for the Cubs, the Riot. Him and Mike Fontenot, they were like the, uh up the uh what's it called? I can't remember his name though. It, but it was the nickname, the Riot. Them two, them two are like my uh, two pastime Cubs. But like, currently, honestly, my current favorite cup it, it has to be Javier Baez. Not to not to be like a normal fan, but because of the effort he gives nonstop. He's he's overly aggressive at times, but it it pays off more so in his benefit than not. But yeah, it's definitely higher bias for, for present Cubs, Though. Yeah.
1: Now, when we were working, obviously, we were too busy to actually like watch the games. We didn't know what, matter of mm-hmm. fact, I would come home, have to watch the news to see what happened at the game, because I didn't know what was going on. But yeah. uh, so now you're not there, uh, because you are in your business, do you watch the Cubs now, or do you stay in touch with them? Or? Oh,
3: yeah. I see them sticking up the the, the, the house right now. They're, they're on a 10-game 10, 10 losing streak. I'm watching it all. It's, all 11. Now. it's eleven now. Eleven. Ah, yep. yeah. And they just keep on losing. So yeah, eleven game losing streak. Uh, it's sad to see that, that it's playing out like this. Like they lost basically all of. Seemed like all of June. I, I thought the All Star break was coming up. Quit like soon because they need it. They need the All Star break ASAP to to give them a break from from all of losing. But it's, I do definitely keep up with it though. I can't help but keep up with it. It's it's in my house. It's always been in my household since I was born. So, I'm always keep up with the Cubs.
1: So here's my question for you, Christian. Next, if you had to give some advice that would be public to a new associate like Christian Evans here, working for the Cubs for the first time, what are some tips or advice you would give him?
3: Uh, first things first, breathe. In all scenarios, breathe. Make sure you center yourself and breathe, because it can get it's it's fast paced. It can get overwhelming to most people. So always remember to breathe, uh, even in the most strangest encounters of people. Because you're gonna have them. There's gonna be moments with with, with people. That's always the thing with Rigley. involving alcohol. So always remember to breathe. That's definitely the first thing. And have fun after you're done breathing. You know, have fun. Like why not enjoy the moment you're at Wrigley Field? Like that's one thing. It's always like it was always in the front of my front of my head. Like hey, this is really fit. This is a, a, a special thing to be a part of, to be hired here, to be working here. It's special. It's, it's very unique. So I always appreciate it. So I always be thankful anytime I walk in. Every time I start, I got the chance to to, to go up and, and just take a glimpse of the game. I will always be appreciative. So this is so so have fun for sure and breathe.
2: Appreciate the advice, man. No that's problem. I'm not try to keep in my head too. You know it's even even though we're working we're like at a place all the time that some people only get to come to every now and then I was talking to a man on um monday and he said he hadn't been back to wrigley in in 30 years and you know even outside of that i just try to keep my eye out for for stuff that I find interesting like I saw someone yesterday walk in with a, a buck shirt so I asked him about the NBA finals so just trying to find ways to you know, make it casual when you can. So when the stressful moments are a little smooth, you make the stressful moments a little easier to to get through. For sure.
1: So, what is your advice to the person who is uh, at home and have all these great ideas and they want to start a business, but uh, they either they don't they're procrastinating, or don't feel the time is right, or they think it's too hard to do? What is your advice for somebody who has an idea? who wants to do a business, but is, has a lot of anxiety about
3: it? I would say do it. Like, honestly, do it. The reason why I say this is because you don't want to live with that feeling of, man, I had this great idea and I never saw it through because it never hurts to try. At least you can say I tried. It went this way or it went that way. I tried it, though, and I can move past it and give something else a try. So do it. Get those thoughts and ideas. Let the world know who you are. Show them who you are. And however it goes, it goes. But at least you want to be able to say, when it's all said and done, look, I tried and I did it at the end of the day.
1: All right, you got any, uh, anybody at really Field, because they're all listening, that you want to shout out to uh, Christian at Riggly? Anybody want to shout out to?
3: Of course, I want to shout out my dad. Uh, his hard work all my life showed me that, look, you can, you can do anything that you want to because all you got to do is work get up every day. I've seen him get up and go to work. And the, the hottest of conditions, even now, he is almost 60 years old. And he's still out there embracing the ballpark in those conditions and, and working that, that concrete, even to this day. So I want to give a shout out to him for sure, because without him and him being the great guy that he is, I wouldn't have the connections and the, be the type of person I am today. So definitely shout out to my dad.
1: All right, so we got to give away some Cubs tickets. Um, Everybody that's listening knows uh, we're giving out tickets all summer long to concerts and games, whatever. So I need you to pick a number, Christian, uh, next, between 1 and actually 112. That's how many people uh, have signed up so far. Pick a number between 1 and 112.
3: I'm going to pick the number 26. The reason behind it, because... uh, Derek Lee wore 25, and I used to play first base in uh, Little League, so I chose number 26. So they used to be the number I used to wear, so number 26 for sure.
1: So before I announce this winner, let's talk about the Little League real quick. I didn't know that. Let's talk about that real quick. So tell me about your Little League experience.
3: Uh, it was great. We won uh, the, the Washington Park uh, Championship uh, my second year there, which is the first year I started playing. I rolled the pine the whole first year because it was still, like, older people that were still playing on the team. So my whole first year, I was on the bench. So the year I finally started playing, which is, uh, which is at uh, first base, once to won uh, a championship.
1: All right. Uh, so number – oh, actually, the winner is actually a guest service ambassador who is on the ADA team, actually, Amaris Rooks. Uh, yes. So you got to reach out to us within uh, 10 days. And Christian uh, uh, Nixon just, just helped you win some uh, some tickets. Uh, I'm not sure if you know him. Christian, you know Amaris Rooks?
3: No, I might. I how, how long has it been? Here? Been there, uh, maybe
1: two seasons, but then the pandemic came. So,
3: yes, yeah, so I might have might have worked with them, but it's a good. It's good because it's uh, GSA ADA. So that's what I used to do before I moved to security. So it, it's perfect. I, I picked someone. I used to do the same thing because that's not an easy job to do. It's not in those conditions. It's definitely not easy to do. So it's perfect. I picked them.
1: Yes, and if you all are listening, want to get some uh, tickets, so click on the link down in the uh description um notes there so christian evans tell me about your experience co-hosting on the podcast for the first time
2: i enjoyed it i enjoyed it it was never a dull moment um you know when i put my signal up you respected it uh and you know answers were great it was fun hopefully i can come back
1: okay and then uh christian nix any last words for the people
3: uh, today? Uh, I missed the part. I missed I miss the people. I missed interacting with the employees. I missed everything about it. And I can't wait to see you all soon. I'm going to come to a game soon, for sure. Hopefully, I can get them a W, because they definitely need it.
1: <laughs> yes, you might have to pitch. Um, uh, all right.
3: Okay. <laughs> we ain't winning if it's me out there pitching. <laughs> we definitely going um, to be another loss. Yes. All right. Thank all of you
1: for listening and please catch us on the next episode of the Mistaken Identity Podcast with David and Frank.
0: Hey everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows, as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page, where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes the ability to make special requests for guests and much much more now if that sounds like something that interests you head on over to patreon and search mistaken identity podcast or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of nancy sullivan alice daniels and kathy chester at the rookie level all the way on up to the hall of fame level with longtime listeners kathy weedley and kathy grossman As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.